Hello, ladies. Today on the Bubble Lounge, Nellie and I decided to go in a different direction than we've ever gone before. Today, we're going to explore a very fun and interesting topic, but yet a little bit more on the mature side. So if you're in the carpool line, you may want to wait until later to listen to this episode when your kids aren't around. Side effects may include having difficult conversations with children that you don't want to have and all kinds of things that you don't want to talk to your husband about. Side effects brought to you by Dr. Patel. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And today our guest is Dr. Simo Patel, MD, founder and CEO of Strut Health, a digital healthcare company that provides discreet solutions to life's embarrassing health issues for both men and women. <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course, all of a sudden I feel like I'm, it's one of those like those commercials they have on CNN for old people, because I watch a lot of CNN, and they're always like, do you have Peroni's disease? <laughs> <laughs> you, need to, you need to read off a list of like 100 disclaimers there, too. Exactly. <laughs> so, Dr. Patel, tell us exactly what are life's embarrassing health issues. Well, currently, um, and what we deal with is sex, hair, and skin. Um, sex, I, hair, and skin. Absolutely. I think that's... The necessities of life. The necessities of life, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's one of those things that... Right now, with all the stress that's going on, uh, especially with women out there today, it's one of the biggest topics, and we have the solutions for it all. Mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting you say that, because obviously it's a stressful time, whether you're a mom at home, homeschooling your children, or you're, uh, you know, or you've had COVID or anything else. It's just been, you know, or you're afraid of it or terrified to leave your house. It's been such crazy times, and uh, I actually have a friend who did have COVID in the past, she thinks. But of course, the tests are not always, the immunity tests are not always clear and they don't seem to work, I don't think, after a certain period of time. But she's had some major hair loss. So um, tell us about that. Like, So hair loss with COVID, um, there's probably a good chance that she probably had COVID or it could have just been just the stress of it all, right? Um, parents are home now. They're teaching their kids Who's a teacher? I'm not a teacher. Mm -hmm. um, they are, um, there's financial struggle that's going on. Your spouse is home all the time. Oh, so, <laughs> don't get us started. So, you know, all of these things all are stressful events. When you have stressful events, uh, hormones start to raise our bodies so much into um, this overdrive, go, go, go uh, pattern that our body just shifts into areas that we just need it the most and our hair just starts to shed. Mm -hmm. So it is a thing. It takes three, four, five months to occur, but it'll all come back. What are some of your treatments for hair loss? So what we initially tell patients, especially with the stressful event is cut the stress out, do your best, take eight to 10 minutes of your day and take a deep breath start drinking more water, start getting back onto your exercise routine. How many of us have stopped exercising because we have missed a day because we're at home, then we missed two days, mm -hmm. then comfort food started coming into yep. play, right? Alcohol. Alcohol, alcohol, <laughs> and more alcohol. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's just reduce that stress initially. See how the hair grows back. You could even try some over-the-counter vitamins. Don't jump to prescription automatically. But if those things don't work, we do have solutions. Well, and what are those solutions? Because you did give us these fabulous gifts, strut. Absolutely. So tell everybody about that. Yeah, so um, generally with men, it's easy. You take a pill. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. take finasteride or Propecia, and it tends to help. For women, though, those types of medications can have a lot of side effects. Mm -hmm. Um, They're medication like spironolactone. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. I take that. You take that? I do. So there are some side effects with that, Mm -hmm. right? So what we've formulated um, with our compoundist is let's create topical finasteride. Let's put topical Mm. minoxidil, uh, which is uh, generic for Rogaine. And let's add spironolactone so you can use it topically. Let's reduce all the side effects. Let's try that first. Mm -hmm. And then if that doesn't work, we can then move to the spironolactones orally and other um, treatment solutions. Well, speaking of skin issues, I want to address the elephant in the room, and that's what's going on (laughs) on my upper lip here. And that, my friends, is a direct result of online school. So, yes, I'm like a walking billboard when I'm stressed as it comes out in the form of breakouts on my face. And it's not just the basic, oops, I have a little pimple here. It's like the big underground cis things. So women in general tend to have acne worse than men when it comes to stress. And the reason is, is that our hormones are completely different. Our um, cortisol, our androgens, our um, location where we get our hormones are completely different. Women just tend to get the stress. um, And when the hormones increase, you get those large cystic acne, um, which is more predominantly later on in age, you may have never had acne growing up and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. women get that late stage acne where all the boys when you were in school all had acne and their faces are all cleared up now. Yeah. It's just that. Dr. Chell, I'm just going to call you out for a minute for saying that Martha has late stage acne. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Nellie. She she wants to bring out how old I am every chance she gets. No, I I meant I was defending. (laughs) But again, it's all the stress that's going on. Um, And, um, you know, the same way the stress also causes wrinkles, Mm -hmm. right? Um, When we have a lot of those hormones, they break down the collagen, mm-hmm. right? And whenever that collagen is broken down and the stress is still going on, we don't have the ability to rebuild it. So the elasticity goes away and hence wrinkles. So oh, the same stress factor. Okay, so I want to go back to hair for a second because I think it's interesting. Um, and I love skin. So that would, yeah, we can talk about skin for years. Uh, but um, I've heard that sometimes people do injections in people's head. For hair loss? That is correct. Okay. And what kind of, what is that? Do you guys do that? Or what do you think of it? What's your opinion on that? So we don't necessarily do that Mm -hmm. because we're a telemedicine online company. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but um, local estheticians do do that. Hair transplant centers do do that. Mm -hmm. You, there are certain different um, medications you can use, um, injectable steroids, Mm-hmm. Similarly, help, and those are for alopecia, that that area of small centimeter areas um, in the scalp um, that you may have that are completely bald, and you're like, why? Mm-hmm. How did I have this? It's a dime size. Why is it only in this spot? Mm-hmm. So these are those are the types of intralesional injections we can do, mm-hmm. um, and then the other one is PRP. I'm sure you guys have heard of that. Sure. The yeah. The vampire facial that they yeah. call it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something else that's very similar, and we 
can possibly use that for hair growth as well. Yeah, my husband is involved in that because is uh, he? yeah, because he has a medical supply company and they do PRP for for orthopedic injuries. And now they're experimenting with it. That's why I asked you that. They're Absolutely. experimenting with it with some dermatologists mm-hmm. to see if it helps with hair. And in fact, he's the guinea pig. So we'll see. <laughs> so I love how that you're really gone to this online concept of telemedicine because you're right. Everything that we're talking about are kind of embarrassing things that maybe we don't want to be out in the public and maybe we don't want to get our prescriptions filled at CVS. We'd rather receive them direct in the mail. And I love mm-hmm. how you guys do that. Tell me about the online experience. How are you making it personal and uh, really making it comfortable for your patients? Absolutely. So what we do is we just start off with a basic questionnaire. Um, If it's related to hair loss or skin, you'll snap a couple of photos um, using your iPhone or you can use your um, computer camera. Mm -hmm. Snap a couple of photos and the physician will receive that along with a brief questionnaire. If there's anything extra we need, I'll ask you. I can call you up. We can Skype. I said Skype. <laughs> um, or, um, I'm sorry, we can Zoom call <laughs> um, and um, have a direct to face to face. Never have to leave your house. Don't have to get into your car. You don't have to be in a waiting room full of COVID patients or potentially COVID mm-hmm. patients. Mm-hmm. Um, and the medications come to your door. You don't have to go to the local Walgreens and meet. See your neighbors. Neighbor, hi, hi. hello. Um, at the pharmacy where they're like, what year were you born? (laughs) What's your birthday? And you're like, shut up. And Nellie, have you ever been to that CVS in Snyder Plaza? Yes. This hasn't happened in a while, but there was a lady that would be like, Martha Jackson, here's that special rash cream here. Are you here to pick it up? And I'm like, oh my God, are you the rash cream for your butt? (laughs) Spready. A room full of people and they said your name and the name of your prescription. That's so embarrassing. That's so bad that it's funny. It's funny now that it's passed. (laughs) Well, telehealth is so huge. I have a sister who's a psychiatrist, and she's just super busy. Absolutely. Right? And so it makes me think, what a great idea right now when we're talking about our next topic, sex issues, right? Yes. Uh, So embarrassing, hard to talk about, hard to sit, especially I would imagine for a man to sit in the room with another man and say, I'm having these problems. There's something about it that kind of like you're in contact, you're really face-to-face, but you're not, Right. Yeah. So, and, and, and on top of that, um, I, like myself, one of my good friends is my regular internal medicine physician. Mm-hmm. So how do you walk up oh, and gosh, say, Hey, yeah. I'm having problems in the bedroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's just because of the n- neighborhoods we have now, we kind of stick into the, na- stick to the neighborhood and it's, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, you know, <laughs> Sam told me that three houses down, there's a pediatrician. I think you should send your kids to them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So it is difficult and it's quite embarrassing. Yeah. So, uh, so what are some, some of the problems you encounter and what are the, some, some of the solutions that you offer? <laughs> so we have, um, men and women's solution, um, both for erectile dysfunction and for women to increase their sexual libido. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of that. I was poking around on your website, and something caught my attention. It was a review that I read. Here's what, here's what it says. Oh, yeah. Words can't describe how awesome this cream is. Next level excitement. Needs a prescription, but worth it. Five stars. And it's called The Cream a.k.a. Scream Cream. Can you please elaborate more on this? Very curious. So this is a, a cream that we've developed um, 
and in the compounding space, it was originally known as the Scream Cream, um, which is a combination of three medications, and all three medications increase the blood flow to your clitoral region. My goodness. But did you change the name? Because I think it should be called the Scream Cream. We did. We wanted to put it... um, we wanted to brand it more towards strut and uh, okay, yeah. So yeah. we decided to call it the oat cream. Okay. okay. Speaking of your that's cute too branding like real quickly, and then we'll get right back to the screen mm-hmm. cream. Why the rooster and why why is it called strut? Well, oh. I can guess what the rooster is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> why can't it be a hen? <laughs> why wasn't it? Why? Yeah. <laughs> so the strut. Why not strut? Everybody loves to strut. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. When you have your heels on and you're walking downtown or going to dinner, are you strutting? Sure. You are, right? So we thought it was perfect. Men men strut. Yeah, roosters do for sure. Roosters right? definitely strut. And um, I think our pink bottles for the women, mm-hmm. I guess you can consider it a hen or a chicken. I don't know. <laughs> a chick. <laughs> no, a chick. Um. But yeah, so we, that's where we got our branding. The branding from. is awesome. I know, I yeah. love it. It really is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it just, it's sort of, you know, the, the Scream Cream, I know, it might be taking it a, strip, a step further. You yeah, know? yeah. This is sort of like a great, subtle brand name, but yeah. funny. You I, know? I actually have a friend that was talking about the Scream Cream a couple of months ago, and mm-hmm. she indicated it was quite a lovely product. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies. So guys, if you have an anniversary coming up, <laughs> this is what you should get. Your <laughs> exactly. Well, why not, right? So, you know, why should men have all the fun? <laughs> right? It's just an extra punch in the bedroom. There you go. I like it. I think it would make a great I'm just going to call this out women out there. I'm going to I think it would make a great 50th birthday present for people. <laughs> <laughs> I do, or 40th birthday present. You just like package it. Like, cause, yeah. you know, how else do you give a, a woman, friend, something like that? But if it's a birthday thing, I think it's kind of cute. Yeah. You know? Okay. I mean, come on. People are always giving like, you know, sexy lingerie and stuff like that, it's a, or a shower <laughs> gift, you know? But the, the disclaimer same. is it does require a prescription. Oh, okay. You can't okay. just go in and get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. It would be fun as a you gag gift. You can give an gift. appointment. You can give an appointment. You could give an appointment, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm curious, what is the biggest issue that women see you about in regards to sex? Because I feel like everyone has issues from time to time, men and women, but no one wants to talk about it. But tell us some of the issues that women tend to have. I think the biggest issue women tend to have is confidence Uh and just that they may have marital issues or relationship issues that are just unresolved. So initially we like to say, Hey, and in our questionnaire, you'll, there's a section in there that says, are you still interested in having sex? Right? So mm-hmm. if you start with there, then I feel that a lot of our telemedicine patients start to open up mm-hmm. and they'll start to say, hey, I just lost my job or I just broke up with my boyfriend and now I am on the date in the dating pool again mm-hmm. and now I'm just nervous. Mm-hmm. So what we try to do is before we say, here's the cream, and a lot of people or a lot of our patients we have will just say, just give me the cream. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But we like to talk them through it because it is a telemedicine visit and we still want to keep it medical. Right. So we do do the counseling. Some women, it's just straightforward. They just want the medication. They want the experience and they just want 
just that little bit that may just be missing in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is how we deliver it to them. So well, okay. we, we should just mention that he did bring us some gifts, Nellie. Yes, he did. But we didn't get the scream cream. We did not. Those are <laughs> made fresh. So we wanted to deliver them fresh and not something that's been sitting on the shelf of my desk for last two to three weeks. Or a used bottle. <laughs> or a used bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question, and I'm thinking about single people, but also married people who don't want to mention it. Like, let's say you go and you get this cream, but you don't want to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Can people tell? Oh, good question. No. There's multiple different ways of using this medication. One is for the arousal. A lot of women who have um, intercourse, they just have intercourse before they're aroused and there is no chance of having an orgasm. Mm -hmm. So this medication, you can actually use it as foreplay 30 minutes prior you apply it. So you have the arousal, you have the blood flow that's already increased and then you liken the chance of having that orgasm. I just have a feeling you're, you're going to be very popular in the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> but no one's going to talk about it. You're going to get a lot of calls all of a sudden from this zip code. It's going to be a very good podcast. <laughs> That's why it's discreet. <laughs> well, we, we'll, Nellie and I thought long and hard if we wanted to go in this direction. We weren't sure that we were brave enough, but I think that we did pretty well. Well, because think about it. Everybody's, everybody's at home or semi at home or working at home or stuck with their spouse for way too long oh, or whatever it is. And I just think, or a lot of people got divorced during this time and they're out there on the dating. <laughs> Think about it. It's hard. Yeah. So, so people like a light topic like this, yeah. you know, cause, because we're, you're making it light. You're doing that for your patients. You're making it something people can actually address in a way that's uh, doable, right? Yeah. And it's not embarrassing for them either. Exactly. It's not like you're lying somebody down on a couch and making them talk about their problems. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're so easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious, though. Are people having more or less sex right now during COVID d- due to the fact that they are stressed? Are they more likely to have it to release stress? Or are they more likely not to have it because they're stressed? I don't know. I think in four to five months, we'll definitely see. <laughs> we, may, we may be the next baby boom. Yeah, yeah. So we will definitely see. That's hilarious. I'm a co- COVID baby. <laughs> right? That's cute. Yeah, I love it. So does that mean you deliver babies as well? Only on accident because I am an emergency room physician. Oh, you are. So tell us your background. So I am a ER physician. I work in multiple states, um, especially during COVID. I have been working in Mississippi, Louisiana, New York, and Pennsylvania. My goodness. So I've been traveling through covid um, and kind of seeing a lot of the symptoms you guys are discussing right now during those times. Uh-huh. So are you, how are you with being on a plane? You're obviously traveling quite a bit, and I've heard several people say that they really felt confident they caught COVID from being on a plane. <laughs> what, what measures are you taking to protect yourself? So I'm doing all the basic precautions. Initially, when I was flying, um, right when COVID struck, I felt like I was flying com- um, private all mm-hmm. the time. Oh, yeah. I was the only one on the whole entire plane. At right. one point, one of the flight attendants just handed me a bottle of wine <laughs> and said, pour as you go. I'll be sitting right here. Tell me when I need the bottle. You were like, can I drink it too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it with no drinks on planes. <laughs> but, um, but overall, you know, just don't touch anything. Okay. Sit down. I wipe everything down. Mm-hmm. Um, wear my mask the whole entire time and kind of do that that peekaboo, take a sip, yeah. put the mask back on right. um, type of deal. And um, I haven't caught it. 
No, I've been doing the same thing. I've been traveling. I've been traveling quite a bit. Um, I used to travel every week. I'm not doing that. But now I'm traveling quite a bit again. And I carry wipes with me. I carry hand sanitizer. I wipe down everything <laughs> before I sit down. I wipe down, you know, anything I could touch. Up here, you know, yeah. with the with the air ventilator thing. Sure. Wipe it down. When I go to the bathroom, I come out. I use hand sanitizer. I wear my mask the entire time. And like you said, I sip some water, and that's about yeah. it. And the person next to you will kind of thank you sometimes because they'll forget their because wipes. Because you did the work yes. for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have children at home, so I have tons of wipes, and I have bags and bags full of them. So it's always in my bag. Ma'am, would you like one? And but you know what the funny you. thing is? Some people don't like it, and they look at you. So my comment now when I see people and I'm like, Wiping everything down as I always go, yes, I've become that person. (laughs) 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 Well, Dr. Patel, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been great information. I feel like it's information that a lot of people might not be comfortable seeking out otherwise, but you've just made it so easy, Mm -hmm. and this has been such a great time. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on the show, and let people know where they can find you. Absolutely. So you can find us at www dot strutyours.com and in the coupon code if you mention bubble lounge you'll get 40 percent off your telemedicine visit oh wow wow that's people amazing. get out there yeah <laughs> well that's been another episode of the bubble lounge i'm martha jackson and i'm nelly shudo and we'll catch you next time